Well, let me ask you this, uh, Malcolm X. I would like to point out, too, since you mentioned it, that... I, I was going to ask you a question, if it's all right with you. When my father was lynched, nothing about his lynching in any way uh, embittered me toward whites, because if you read the record that uh, I piled up before coming, becoming a Muslim, mm -hmm. most of my associates were white. It, it is true that whites killed my father, but that didn't open my eyes. It was only after I heard the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad that uh, sincere love for my own people was mm -hmm. developed. How about the other parts that he pointed out, that you were in trouble with the law, that you were... Definitely, that's true. But basically, from your background, it is fairly clear. Uh, uh, it is uh, true that uh, my father was a Baptist minister uh, and was lynched in Lansing, Michigan mm -hmm. uh, by, the, by whites. And it was mm -hmm. also true that our home was burned because we lived in a white neighborhood, and I, it must have been burned by whites. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, but it is false that this uh, awakened me and uh, made me become embittered toward whites because uh, I was reared by them and reared with them and lived among them until I became a Muslim mm -hmm. and, and began to follow the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. But you are embittered towards whites. No, I don't think that uh, the followers of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad are embittered toward anyone. Uh, our concern is, uh, the, what Mr. Muhammad teaches us, is to spread love of self and kind among the American so-called Negroes. And he says that we should learn how to love ourselves before we try and uh, love whites, and that we should learn how to unite among ourselves and work in harmony among ourselves before we try and force ourselves upon whites. Well, those are nice words, but I'm only using your own words when you use the expression that I, if I am embittered toward whites. And then I ask you, are you embittered toward whites? And you said, I don't think so. Well, let's think about it a moment. You maintain that the white man, and reading your books, is inferior to the black man. Uh, some interpretation has been made that white men are devils, that black men are supreme. Uh, is this not a form of embitterment? Is the embitterment isn't the question. What is the question? The that question. was my question. Yes, the, que yes. the right. question is... Are you passing by my question? No, but the question isn't, is the black man embittered toward the white man? You should ask, is, does the black man have justification for being embittered We'll get the into that man? as the evening goes on, Malcolm X, but I did want to ask you one question. Now, if you ask me a question, I'll attempt to answer it to the best of my ability without qualifying my answers. If I don't know the answer, I'll tell you. I asked you one question, and uh, I would appreciate the courtesy if you care to answer me, and that is, do you hate white men? The question isn't do we hate white men. But do you? I don't think it's a fair question. That is my question. I refuse to answer. All right, then you give me an answer. Okay. What the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us is that yeah. the race problem is the America's number one problem. Mm -hmm. and that uh, it's a serious problem, and the only way it can be solved uh, is if uh, a, a, an approach be taken to it uh, without hypocrisy. And uh, his primary concern is trying to get all of the various so-called Negroes to unite and, and exercise harmony in trying to solve our own problems instead of forcing ourselves upon white people. Does he not also say that the... Uh white man, not maybe in these words, is decadent, that he's had his chance, he's proven that he can't take care of it, that his day is numbered, that his time has come, 
that the black man, according to his teaching, does not want segregation, does not want to be a part of a white race. He feels that he is superior, that he wants to be alone, that he wants to run his own affairs. May I answer you? Yes. Well, uh, would you allow me to finish? Yes. Then I'll let you answer. I'm finished. Okay. All right. I think if you check the uh, New York Times on April the 27th, a speech made by Prime, Prime Minister McMillan at the Waldorf Astoria, before the leading publishers and editors of this country, mm -hmm. uh, Macmillan told them that when he was a boy, the British Empire uh, had such, it was so large that the sun would never set on it. But today, in his own lifetime, he has seen the uh, British Empire shrink down to nothing. And he pointed out to these editors and publishers that the British Empire only is symbolic of the whole European civilization. And he uh, told them that by European civilization, he meant uh, America too. The white world period had uh, reached a point in its existence where it has now begun to deteriorate. It has begun. It has become corrupt, and it has begun to totter. It has begun to fall. This is Prime Minister McMillan. Mm. Now, when McMillan says that the white world's power and influence is decreasing, and they're tottering on the brink of disaster, uh, he's classified as a. Uh, uh, a brilliant statesman, but when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches the same thing, then they say he's a racist and he's an extremist. What is it then, without going back and using other names, let's find out what is the goal and what is the purpose of the black Muslim society? Uh, <clears throat> the Honorable Elijah Muhammad uh, teaches us that we are living at the end of the world. This is our religion. Our religious belief is that uh, we're living at the end of the world. Pardon me, Malcolm. Have you been, um, have you been uh, formally... Um, now, you're asking me a question. Well, I know. I just wanted to ask and one let question. Let me answer ask me that. I, will. I just wanted to clarify one point about are you a accepted religion now? Uh, have you been uh, accepted as a religion? Accepted by what? Accepted by whom? Nobody ha uh, is the acceptor but God. Mm -hmm. Now, are you going to tell me some court body? I'm not telling you uh, anything. Or some governmental body? I'm only asking you a question. God is the one. I only ask you one question. I don't think we have to get God on the recognizes basis of the right hook. Or left hook. All right. I just interrupt you for a moment. Go ahead. Now, what was that other question? I asked you what was the purpose and the, uh, and the idea of the black Muslim. The Honorable Society. Elijah Muhammad teaches us that we're living at the end of the world that the Western world has come to its end, uh, namely the white world, mm -hmm. and that uh, the so-called Negroes in America are the people who are in the Bible described, uh, used symbolically to describe, rather the symbolic uh, lost sheep of the Bible, or the lost tribes of the Bible, or the lost uh, people of the Bible, are symbolically used to describe the American Negro today. And just as uh, the Bible states that Noah was raised up by God from the midst of his people to separate them from the wicked and uh, show them the way to salvation, and Lot was raised up when Sodom and Gomorrah was to be destroyed to separate his people and show them the direction of salvation, and Moses also was raised up by God from the midst of his people who were slaves in the house of bondage uh, to tell their slave master to let my people go, which means separate them, too, from their oppressors and show them the way toward salvation. Uh, the Muslims here in America, who are followers of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, religiously believe that God has raised him from the midst of the American so-called Negroes not to integrate us with the white man, but to separate us from the white man 
reform us of our evil habits and evil tendencies that we picked up in this corrupt civilization and society and uh, teach us righteousness and place us back on God's side so that we'll be on the right side when the destruction takes place. And when the, uh, this is the basis of Mr. Muhammad's teachings, to separate the American so-called Negro from the white man, not integrate us. I, in what I've been reading, that approximately 100,000 people are members of this sect now. Is that so? Uh, we are not a sect, oh, nor a cult. A society? Uh, we are Muslims because our religion is Islam. Mm -hmm. May I ask you this? Uh, do you accept the Holy Bible, the New or the Old Testament? Uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us that there is one God who has one religion, and all of the prophets came from that one God. May I ask you, from Abraham to Jesus, Muhammad, and all of them, and all of the scriptures that were brought forth by all of the prophets are accepted by Muslims. Uh, you keep referring to Elijah Muhammad uh, teaches us. Uh, you're pretty uh, big, and you're pretty. No, big. I know nothing other than that which the Honorable Elijah Muhammad has taught me. You, that's, that's what the serpent did in the garden. Uh, uh, I went to, when you, as you read, read there early, earlier, I went to the 8th grade in school. Yes. And everything that I know above the 8th grade level, I learned from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And I, in, in, in being here tonight, I'm representing what he teaches. Well, He's going to be at the Philadelphia Arena at 2 o'clock this afternoon. The reason I mention it, I've heard you on another show, and I've heard you in a number of times, using the Bible as a source of your arguments in discussion. You use the Bible, and yet, uh, when I ask you a question, I haven't gotten the answer whether you deny or accept the Bible. I answered you, sir. I told you that... Uh, well, would, uh, no, I told you that the followers of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad believe yes. as Muslims all over the world believe, which means we accept all of the prophets and all of the scriptures uh -huh. that come from all of the prophets. But Muslims all over the world do not accept you. They, they deny you. They I mean, disavow you. Give me an example. Well, that's a Muslim example. never... Dakota State and the popular singer and her husband... Ahmed Dawad sued your black Muslim leader, Elijah Muhammad, charging that he's a false prophet. Uh, uh, you probably know all about this. Uh, sir, now I can understand yes. what this young chap back there earlier uh, meant when he said, uh, and you said, yeah, the press does the same thing that he accused the news commentators mm -hmm. on the radio of doing. Yes. Uh, uh, this Dakota Staten that you are speaking of here is a singer. Yes. And as you know, it's the practice in America, whenever your celebrities are losing their popularity, they have learned that the best way to get national press coverage is by attacking the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and she's no exception. Uh, her husband, as you mentioned there, uh, well, who is supposedly uh, entering some suit against the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, which we know nothing about other than what we've read in the press, uh, is, uh, would like to have himself represented as a religious leader. Uh, and I think those who are familiar with him know that you could get all of his followers in a station wagon and uh, which means his wife, she's the only one whom I know who follows him. And uh, uh, secondly, whenever she attacks Mr. Muhammad by singing this so-called suit that she's mistaken for a Muslim, you can't, it's impossible to, to, to mistake uh, her for a Muslim woman who's following the Honorable Elijah Muhammad because no uh, woman who follows the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is going to uh, dress in a sexy way and sing in a nightclub uh, where people are getting drunk and things of that sort and then try and represent themselves as an example of religious piety. Well, I use your Bible, the first without sin, cast the first stone. Uh, is it not better to maybe think that, uh, for my way of thinking, that maybe it is her religion, maybe she feels so strongly we give her the benefit of the doubt? You, 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 will, you would never find a Muslim, sir, yeah. who would take another Muslim to a Christian court and air differences. 
Well, you implied the fact, uh, pardon me, sir. You implied the fact that she is using it as a publicity uh, uh, gimmick. I might imply the same fact to you. How do we know you're not doing the same thing? You can suit yourself. That's your answer. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, twice you've mentioned tonight the term so-called. Uh, you mentioned the term a number of times, uh, the so-called Negro. I wonder if you just clarify what you mean by the so-called Negro. Yes. You mean color of skin or what? Mm, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us that Negro is the name that was given to our people here in America during slavery by the white man. And today, and he teaches us that it actually means something that is neuter, something that's dead, something that doesn't fit. And uh, the treatment that we get from the white man uh, bears this out. Uh, most of our people who have been educated in this country and call themselves Negroes, Africans don't call themselves Negroes. Only people who accept it is the American brand. And uh, when you ask uh, an American so-called Negro, uh, if you call him black, he gets uh, resent. He's, he resents being called black. And he'll tell you, don't call me black, call me a Negro. And if you ask him what does Negro mean, he tells you that it means black in Spanish. Which he, he winds up saying, don't call me uh, black in English, but call me black in Spanish. This is because he doesn't understand. And uh, many of the Negro intellectuals, or so-called intellectuals, or so-called bourgeois Negroes, will tell you that uh, name doesn't make a difference. But a black man can come here from Africa who is not regarded as a Negro and can go anywhere he wants in Mississippi, Alabama, or could even get into Gerard College. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this question. Mr. Savage is sitting here of the Negro of the race, of the black race, or what you want to call it. Uh, you love this man. He's your brother. I think this is understood. Do you love me as much as you love him? I'm a white sir, man. Sir, I said, do you love me as much as you love him? We're not concerned with the white man. We're, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us that you don't have to teach Negroes to love whites. They have blind love for whites. You After all of the oppression and, uh, and brutality Negroes have suffered in this country, they still love the white man. You don't have to teach them to love the white man. You but don't? they don't love each other. And Mr. Muhammad has been raised from our midst to teach our people how to love each other and live and work in harmony with each other and forget trying to force yourself upon the white man. Well, if the black Muslims ever took over and had the society where the black man ran the nation or ran the country or whatever it is that your desire is, and I'm a white man, not fact the sympathy that I don't, I'm not walking a black man's shoes, but that I am in sympathy with the Negro's problem. Uh, when the ship, when the whistle blows, do I go with everybody like with Hitler? I don't know what you mean by I think when the do. whistle blows. You mean when the trumpet sounds? Call it what you want. <laughs> when the saints come marching in. Uh, well, that's what we believe. We believe that uh, the saints will come marching in and that God will be at their head. And that's why the Honorable Elijah Muhammad says that our people have to reform ourselves and uh, turn away from ungodliness and turn back toward godliness so that we can be on God's side when he comes. And where you stand is up to you. I know but, where I stand. I'm trying to find out where you stand. Uh, we're not concerned with you. I, that's what I was afraid the, of. The Honorable, the, Honorable Elijah, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad has been raised, uh, and the black man is his chief concern. And uh, if you want to get a better understanding of what he means by that, both white and black will be permitted to enter the Philadelphia arena this afternoon. And then you can come and find out these things for yourself. I'm glad you used the term permitted, uh, because I think that's actually the term. And I, I think it might have been uh, maybe a little phallic symbol or might even a Freudian context there. No, it was purposely done. I permitted. purposely said permitted. And I think that as a white man, you should yes. probably understand uh, the usage of this term better than anybody else. Because I would the prefer, black people I, in this country yes. up to this very date mm -hmm. have only been able to work where the white man permitted them 
have only been able to go to school where the white man permitted them, yes. have only been able to vote when the white man permitted them. Mm -hmm. No one has, has experienced having to be get the, someone else's permission, more so than the so-called Negroes, and no one has experienced being in a permission to permit others. More so than the American white man. I wish you would use the term that you invited me. It would have been a kinder term because I didn't permit you to come here tonight. I invited you to come tonight. And I came because you invited me. Had you not come, had you not invited me, I wouldn't have been here. Because we don't believe in forcing ourselves anywhere where we're not wanted By the same and token, anywhere where we're not invited. By the same token, since you only permit me to come to the meeting, I will not accept the invitation until you invite me. Well, if you are interested in learning the thinking of a large segment of black people in this country, I would invite you to make it uh, your duty to try and get a better understanding yourself. All right. So you'll know what's coming.